All right, let's go. Sunday Pour is here to bring the weekend in. Once again, lots changed since uh, our Monday show. It's now legal to gamble on the state on sports, which is very exciting for listeners of the show in particular, the degenerates uh, that we know. Um, that's it. I guess not a lot has changed. One thing has changed. Eh. How are we doing tonight? What are you up to, man? How's things? What's going on? Uh, cracking open a East Rock Oktoberfest. Oh. Local, local New Haven brewery. Just to show you, I'm not lying. I don't know where the camera is in this thing. There you go. Yeah, I like, uh, I like East Rock. I don't, I don't think, I know, I've never had the Oktoberfest. This is your first time with the fest? Old fest? Yeah, bought it at the uh, beginning of September. Because nowadays, now now this time of year, Jeez, yeah. o- mid o- mid October, it probably sold are... out already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, right. There you it go. There's your review. <laughs> There's the review. Stick with East Rock Pilsner. East Rock Pilsner, East Rock Lager. Yeah. Uh, I, you know what it is with the Oktoberfest, and I found this last weekend when we mm. were at an Oktoberfest. Yeah. We were actually with the two Oktoberfests. It's a fucking record. Two Oktoberfests. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, the when you when I the first, first one wasn't even in October, I don't think. First uh, one was in September. Yeah, was, yeah, regular season baseball was yeah. taking place, so you're right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing I found about I find about Oktoberfest bears, and this I guess this applies to most bears. Mm-hmm. If you're on the fringe about a beer that you're drinking first one or two eh? if you just keep powering through they uh they grow on you oh yeah you can you can acquire a taste for a beer if you really want to you can acquire a taste for a beer in like an hour on the other hand there are some you could get sick of and i think oktoberfest is one of those kind of beers because they're a little thicker a little heavier sweeter almost so six percent man it could be like those that, that's when you kind of get sick of too but you can also fall in love with it after a couple. Yeah, you like this better second. <laughs> That's all it took. You went from eh to open a second one in about thirty-five seconds. Well, yeah, I don't want to give it. I don't want to give it too much. Too much props, you know. It's 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 good. It's good. It's it's an average Oktoberfest. A little amber. I'm just reading the label. <laughs> it's a bri- It's like a, it's a brisk amber. If I had a ballpark, what it tastes like. <laughs> Crafted to create a state of merriment. Wow. I mean, that's really an uh, eloquent statement there. Yeah. I had to bust you, out my thesaurus. You are in a state of merriment. You seem like you're in a state of merriment. Five weeks till Thanksgiving. If you had to get up and dance, go for it. Is it five <laughs> weeks? Five weeks till Thanksgiving. Huh? Exactly five weeks. There's Is it no- too early for Thanksgiving talk? No, because there's not going to be any turkeys. There's not going to be any, any uh, sweet potato pies. There's not going to be any fucking chestnuts like you name it it's all over everything's gonna be out everybody's stocked everything there's shortage there's shortage i was gonna ask you where do you buy a turkey because i think i gotta host thanksgiving this year grocery store i'm gonna end up i'm gonna end up ordering fucking chinese maybe yeah maybe i don't know man people go bananas people are stupid they freak out the second you tell them there's a shortage of anything we couldn't handle toilet paper we're not gonna be able to handle a shortage in food of any kind and i'm not one who's gonna go and stockpile and shit so like if we have to have fucking, I don't know, 
chicken breasts or something. I guess we're having chicken breasts on Thanksgiving. I don't know, man. I'm not going to go fucking buy a turkey just because I think it'll be fine. I think it's all. Well, what do they do? You freeze the turkey and then you got to take it out two days before you cook it to, def- fr- to frost it's fr- it? Well, it's frozen anyway, usually, yeah. Usually oh, okay. for, you're usually defrosting for about a day anyway. So how do you uh, – so you go to any grocery store and buy it. Yeah. You go to like a stop and shop. You trust a stop and shop? Yeah, I do, yeah. Yeah. And how, uh, how, how do you – do you have a – do you have an art? Is it, do you have a system around your turkey? Yeah, I give it to my wife and get the fuck out of the way. Shit, I have to have her on as a guest next week. <laughs> how do you, how do you make a turkey? I've never done it, so I'm I'm interested in. Uh, oh, I know. Oh, you, I know do you have to do you have to do the baster. You have to like baste it every twenty minutes. Make sure it doesn't dry out. Well, basting. No, she doesn't. No, she makes her turkeys are pretty good. No oven, I mean, oven obviously. Yeah. Yep. Would it work on a grill? I don't think so. That'd be awesome. That would be all. Yeah, give it a shot. It's for the shot. For the try again. Why the grill marks? I'll do a trial turkey? run. I'll do a trial run. <laughs> the grill marks in the turkey would be a new. It'd be a new one. I'd like that. Um, all I know is uh, the turkey is you. You got to every year. You got to Google like how many pounds per person. Oh, pounds per person. Yeah, I, would, I never know what to get. You got to just over. You got to overdo it. I mean, t- turkey left. The leftovers are better than. The actual meal, I feel like sandwiches. Yeah, yeah you're gonna have leftovers. That's yeah. You can't don't under don't underdo it. No, can't can't underdo yeah. it. No. Because How much of the meal do you do in advance? Hang on, I have a little turkey myself. Oh, nice segue. <laughs> what are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, with the let's see, with the prep, with the prep work, I I don't do anything until Wednesday night usually, and I do the. I do the lasagna or managot, whatever I do. I do lasagna this year. The soup. Um, what else do I do? Whatever I do, I do it that night, like the Wednesday night. And I'm usually up. Like stuffing this. too? Uh, my wife does the stuffing. Oh, almost almost mentioned a name. Dangerous. Yeah. Um, no, she does she does she does all the like Thanksgiving stuff. She does the stuffing, turkey, the sweet potato. Day of. That's all day of. No, she preps that ahead of time. I don't know exactly her schedule, but it's okay. usually all done by the time I'm starting on Wednesday night. Oh, okay. Cause I, but, I, I was thinking about taking Wednesday off uh, to uh, prep. First time around, I want to – Turkey. I'm, I got tur- to see. Turkey, I think she puts – she does like – she gets up like the morning of, you know, sets the alarm, 4 o'clock, whatever, throws it in. Oh, um, yeah. If there's anything day of, I'm not sure. Maybe like – I don't know. Find probably, you on the couch. Maybe, yeah, depending on yeah. Maybe still up. Maybe still uh doing something. The Pine Barrens episodes on. You're like three you're like three ahead on the Thanksgiving <laughs> episode. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking about I was like putting together oh, the it's, always, in my it's, always, head. it's always the Sopranos on Thanksgiving. Sorry, yeah. Thanksgiving. Of course, yeah. It's always. I was putting together the menu in my head and it's like you just gotta stay with the hits on Thanksgiving, right? Turkey stuffing, canned cranberries, canned. We know that. We do both, but yeah, canned is important. Love the canned. Yeah. Um, I go. You go sweet potatoes. Yeah. Yep. So sweet I got to mix in a sweet potato. It's like the I think she I think it's like a little glaze. You like a glaze on it? 
Well, like, uh, I mean, there's like nuts and marshmallows. Oh, okay, it's fancy. Yeah. Oh, the marshmallow. Do you you like that? I don't know if I've ever had that. Candy sweet potatoes. Yeah, I love it. Delicious. Okay. So it's a good I, good thing I, to try. I'm really lucky in my life. Like my mother made like my mother did Thanksgiving, and she made phenomenal sweet potatoes, and it was like marshmallow and pineapple. It's awesome. And then really would never think to mix that. It's phenomenal. And then uh, my we started going to my brother's house, and his mother would make it, and she did it with like brown sugar and nuts and uh, and marshmallow, and it was phenomenal. Kind of nuts, like a pecan. I think they were. I think they were uh, walnuts. I think. Ooh, walnuts. That's yeah. That's, that's phenomenal. And my wife does. Uh, my wife does it, and that's excellent. And every, I, I think it, I'm giving all these women the credit. It might just be the ingredients work themselves out. It might just be a phenomenal mix. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping when I do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll figure yeah. it out. Walnuts <laughs> and a little bit of you add a little sugar and syrup to shit. It's. Uh, yeah, you can, yeah. I can you fuck it up. Yeah, <laughs> I can you fuck it up. Yeah. Do you guys have like a mashed potato, a white white potato? I think we do. Yeah, I think we do. Yeah. Wow. It's always All like right. way too much. The key with Thanksgiving well, hey, is you, know, I mean, you gotta you gotta the key, do with, it. the key with Thanksgiving is spacing out. Like you can't can't rush. There's no rush on Thanksgiving. You can't rush it. That's how the pilgrims would have wanted it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think even when I was a kid, we did like an anibast. Which is, See, I do like I, I feel like Anipast every holiday. Yeah, I don't think we do it's that. It's an anymore. Italian thing. Yeah, I don't think I feel like we don't do that anymore. But that's like, I mean, you're eating all day. Why not start with an Anipast? It's a nice way to start. I mean, you gotta have you gotta pick on something when you're like stand there. Yeah. Lions game, you're not you're not gonna eat during the Lions game. <laughs> oh yeah, maybe that's what we do. Maybe we, maybe we don't do like an actual Anipast. We might just put shit out to like pick on. We might just put like olives and. Yeah, it doesn't have pepper, to be a big on it. It could just be a little like cheese and super side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff that, like that. that. Yeah, a little yeah. pickled eggplant. Yeah, that that's definitely that's done for sure. Cheese ball. Yeah. 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 You, gotta, you gotta get people, you gotta hit them with a little song. Yeah, I might actually have company this year for Thanksgiving. For the first, we've done Thanksgiving just the four of us for the past few years. Yeah. Even before uh, you know, uh pandemic stuff. Um but this year I might actually have my brother and his kids coming over, which would be insanity. We've never done anything for that many people, so yeah, for Thanksgiving at least. But it'll be fine. It's a good tri- trial run. That's why so, you're doing the lasagna to feed a little more people. Uh, no, I did a lasagna last year, I think, and I think I like doing that more than I like doing the money goat. Although it's not neither is you know better than the other. Right. I, just, I just liked it. I did like the the lasagna with the fresh pasta. Uh, which I gotcha. like. So I want to do it again. I don't think I've done it. That so. is a lot. That is a lot. A lasagna is a meal in itself. And it's, yeah. it's used as like an appetizer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a meal. <laughs> Nibble on this. There was an Easter. <laughs> I think it was a pandemic Easter. It was 2020. So yeah, the I'm one get, before last. I'm getting all my yeah. years fucked up, man, with this shit. <laughs> I'm yeah. confused very easily. 20, 2020 Easter, right in the smack dab middle of everything. Yep. And I had, I mean, it was two of us, and I had a lasagna and I had some uh, lamb chops. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I had yeah. them like marinating. Mm-hmm. And we ate a big piece of lasagna. And I was just like, I don't, 
We'll just eat the lamb chops tomorrow. Great, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You guys start early and go slow. That's it. All these yeah. holidays. But I think you have a people... favorite Thanksgiving pie? Uh, no. I like them all. I'm I'm a big I think I'm a I think I'm a pie over cake guy, so I like all pies. Pumpkin, pie apple, cake. Yeah. yeah. Pumpkin, apple. I like the five fruit pie. Um I'm a, I, I like the pumpkin. I like blueberry. You have pastry. Pie, you have pastry pie. on uh, Thanksgiving. Uh, not always, cause like just because, like I said, it was just the four of us, so I'm not gonna go yeah. to treat like one treat out for myself. Oh, your family doesn't eat pastry. That's right. It's a sore subject. Yeah, I'm not gonna wait in line for six hours to get you know three pastry. <laughs> yeah, you will have to wait in line an hour. <laughs> Absolutely. Working on it. Working on it. Give him time. I had like yeah. a, I think my son ate like a canole that was uh, chocolate dipped with ch- with the uh, chocolate. Oh, chocolate. I didn't even think of cannolis, man. How do kids not like cannolis? Come on, yeah, cannoli. So I, I gotta like sneak it in with the chocolate chips and stuff, and that that was one way to get in. So I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's <sighs> dessert. I'm much more confident they'll come around on desserts. Uh, well, I mean, than, yeah, you would think so. Than I am of like uh, I don't know broccoli, uh, Rob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. Do you do you 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 plan on doing uh, soup on Thanksgiving? I do not plan on doing a soup. Right. I'm not a big soup guy. All right, all right. I'm not a soup guy. Um, I was debating doing a pasta though. Um, oh, yeah. Some something I don't know um, whether it's manigotti or lasagna or like a ravioli. I don't know. I haven't I haven't really. I mean, we're five weeks out, so. I have the menu. Yeah. I actually do have the menu. <laughs> you brought it right. My, you brought it up, man. I, I do have the menu on my uh, a tentative menu on my work computer. All right. And I was looking. I was looking it over today. Man, that yeah, stay, is stick with like the hits. Like stick with yeah. like the hits. Well, it's yeah. the first time doing it, so I'm like probably overthinking it. But like, I also want to be prepared. Yeah. Anyway, how many people? I don't know. In laws for sure, and then I don't, I don't know. That's probably the biggest thing I need to figure out. You're looking at at least eight total? Yeah. Across some... all, like the more people you have, you could delegate some. Yeah, somebody other bring something dishes. in. Yeah. My mother in law makes a good broccoli casserole. Hmm. She makes it on, uh, I think she makes it on Thanksgiving. Uh, so that's one thing. And I think her aunt may make like a mac and cheese. So. Um, I, I was, I did, I was at BJ's last weekend and then I saw a six pack of uh, cr- canned cranberries and I almost bought them just, just, <laughs> just to be safe. <laughs> you might, yeah. You could probably end up reselling them in, in four and a half weeks from now. People will be desperate for them. Yeah. You I, mean, I know, I know I'm, I'm putting people. pressure, I'm putting pressure on myself and I'm going to have way too much food, but that's just the way it's got to be. It's nah, just the way it's got to be. You'll be fine, man. There's no pressure. Well, yeah. No, it's, it's. I like the pressure, though. I like. I like it. You got. I think you got to put a little bit. You got to put a little bit on yourself. Nah. At least the first time. No, the first time. The way I feel about it is like people come over to my house. Like, you're not gonna. You're not gonna eat what I'm making you. <laughs> you're eat I anyway. guess so. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I mean, I've I, done. D, I've done DPW. I don't know how many straight years, and I still. I don't know. I over. I, I know. maybe because I overthink. Some years, things. some years have been better than others. <laughs> I did run out of pulled pork one year. 
Uh, but DBW is also one of those things that can get out of hand quick, and you don't quite know. Like, you might get 20 people, <laughs> or you might get 60 people. Like, you don't know who's going to come through. It's, it's true. Get it while it's hot. That's yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It did, yeah, that was yeah. You're right. The last one we had, 2020. Yeah, it was right before everything hit. That was so many people. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I thought I had way too much food, and it was like, no, I just, I probably just had enough. That yeah. long that long sandwich came in handy. Oh, sandwiches. Uh... <laughs> it is it is a nice touch. Yeah, especially when you find it the next morning breakfast when you're hungover i do yeah the leftover italian combo is an underrated leftover meal it's all like oily the oil's really but sunken into it but you get the right bread it's still like nice crust on it so you like it's not mushad yes it's stellar if it's like this regular like you can't go to the go get like italian combo and leave half of it tomorrow because that's no. nasty. It's got to be like a six foot sub. It's got to be the big one, yeah. With the, for with sure. Hard seated loaf, yeah. That's oh stuff. yeah, that's the stuff. That's it. So here's the Oktoberfest. There it is. Ten more, ten more days in the month. Do you have you have uh you have Comcast right? Yeah, ten more days in the month, and we're talking about uh, Thanksgiving. Just making sure. <laughs> Plan ahead. Yeah, I have Comcast. God damn it. We uh the shining is free this month on whatever, HBO probably. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Next Thursday, I think we should do a shining episode. All right. I'm down for that. Down for the shining. Make sure I watch it. Uh maybe watch this weekend. You might have I to probably watch won't be this probably won't you, be this weekend. You might have to watch uh what is it, room two. 34, room 2... 237. 237. Yeah, I think you might have to watch that documentary, too. I think that's... Like the Kubrick the Kubrick one? Well, it's just about like all the conspiracy theories with The Shining. That's like a whole other... Like, the movie itself is one thing, and then the like the like all the conspiracy theory shit that goes along with it is a whole other... That might be like a two-part podcast, basically. It's going to be a four-hour-long show. Um, but... That I mean, all those conspiracies are phenomenal. Mm. Like how it's all confession that he taped the moon landing, you know, that he was a, he forged the moon landing, whatever. That he himself did it? Yeah. Kubrick? Yeah. Huh, I never heard that one. Amongst, like, I don't know, there's at least two or three other conspiracies I'm not remembering. That's the main one. That he was a part of taping it. Yeah, because 237, like, that's how many... Like the moon is two hundred thirty-seven thousand miles, or two hundred, yeah, two hundred thirty-seven thousand miles away. That's like the distance from probably Earth to million, the moon. right? Probably million miles. I don't think so. Million miles is a, <laughs> long, million miles is a long way. <laughs> I don't know. Black hole. You gotta. You never know. The, the it's different. The metric system's different up there. And <laughs> I don't think it's a million. You can see the moon. <laughs> all right 237,000 right. we'll go with that <laughs> I think it depends on like uh, I don't know the time of year or whatever but gravitational pull I gotta look it up 237 kilometers 238,900 miles 
So it's hundred thirty. Yeah, but I think two thirty-seven is like, like I said, whatever time of year and the angle and all that, the angle the Earth is and shit like that. I don't know. Oh, I just found. I just googled it. it. Looks like NASA lies been exposed. The moon is actually only four miles away from Earth. Oh no! Wow. Yeah. Jeez, please enlighten me with this article. We can walk there. Four miles? <laughs> that's, that's closer than my job. Yeah. You should get a job on the moon. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it'd be a better commute. Easy commute. Yeah, nobody's going there, so there's not going to be traffic jam. How's it only four miles? So is that if Kyrie Irving came out today and said it? Yeah, this, uh, this article was posted by Kyrie Irving. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to read this. It's, a, it's some crackpot conspiracy video uh, but on YouTube by uh, The Potter's Clay 2. That's the YouTube name. Speaking of commutes, yep. you've been commuting a lot longer yes. than I have. I just started commuting basically with uh, COVID, and now my dog's in daycare, so I'm kind of stuck driving in. I'd, ra- I'd like to go back to the shitty bus with okay. fucking – bums and drug addicts believe me i miss them but every fucking day man there's a fucking traffic jam with a fucking ambulance do you get mad like at people who get in accidents as long as it's not like a fatality you get mad at them for slowing your day down get mad at fatalities too yeah for sure oh you get (laughs) i mean what are you doing driving so recklessly uh every fucking day man I don't know if I get madder at the accident or the people like rubbernecking. I'm not sure which one's worse. Mm. The rubbernecking. So, like, the people you're talking about, it's on the other side of the highway and you're sitting in traffic oh, and that's people are slow. That's, yeah, that is bad. Uh, that's annoying, especially on the way home. It's like, why are we stopping? Who cares? Like, let's just go. Like, is that more interesting than. I guess. I guess more interesting than people. Is that going. more interesting than, yeah, than going home and having a bear? I mean, Jesus. Well, what are you people doing? Any kind of man would be having a beer in his car on the way home, so. (laughs) (laughs) Responsibly, of course. Yeah, well. Uh, Uh, Yeah, yeah, I get uh, the traffic. It's people, people have been dumber and dumber since we've gotten back on the road. Um, It really feels like that. It's bad, man. Um, Yeah, what was it? Somebody... Oh, Jesus. Somebody cut in front of me. Just absolutely, it's two lanes, and it's not, it's like the beginning of a highway. And some guy started, this was an afternoon a couple of days ago, and he just started creeping into my lane. And I had to go like onto the shoulder, and I'm laying on my horn. And of course, I got to let him go because if I don't, we're going to trade paint and he's going to be like inside yeah. of the car. So then I'm like, this was on 34. This is where it wasn't even the highway, it was on 34. So I'm laying on my horn and I'm giving him the finger. And then uh, I got to get in the right lane anyway. So I'm like, well, I'm going to pull up beside to see who this schmuck is. I pull up alongside of him. I give him the finger right there. And he's like, gives me a finger. He's like, fuck you. I'm like, what? fuck me. <laughs> I mean, you almost caused a serious accident. It wasn't like you were a little bit ahead of me. You were even with me and you're coming over. Oh, it's this mind boggling. Mind boggling. People who I've talked to that are uh from out of the state have stated that the connecticut driver it's either the guy doing 40 miles an hour in the fast lane 
or it's the asshole like weaving in and out of traffic <laughs> doing 90. Like there's no in between. Well, let me say something. If there's an asshole doing 90 weaving, you guys got that guy's way. If you're sitting in traffic, that guy's an asshole. But if like you're on the highway and this guy comes flying up behind you, just gotta get out of his way. Let him go go on his fucking schmucky ways. Um, yeah, I've heard the same thing though. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the best drivers are in New York. To be honest, you think with so? You. Yeah, it's but it, people from people from Mass swear by Mass. My wife said my wife likes Mass driving. She said everyone's just a steady flow of traffic. No, they're assholes up there. We're not. We're not here to debate that. <laughs> yeah, that's not debatable. That's that's it's fact. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like New York because I think in New York everybody kind of knows the stakes and everybody everyone's is, looking ahead. Everybody's super aggressive and it's not like so you know what you're playing in. If you want, if you want to sit sit on the right, like people around, whatever. But you cannot. Like, pe- people get, like, this fucking cab drivers around here. They get, like, upset about the cab drivers. Like, no, man, you have to be aggressive. You got to – can't fucking back down to them. Yeah. Like, don't get out of your way if you do the same shit. So, um, yeah, I, I like New York drivers. Everywhere like, – Connecticut's tough. Florida's bad. Is it? I've never driven in Florida. Florida's really bad. Is it just because of the older people or just idiots? It's probably a combination of older people and tourists. People not knowing where they're really going. Yeah. Oh, another one. So I was not 34. It was the same fucking day. Another one. So two lanes. And I'm in the left lane. This is before the other guy cut me off. Guy stops at a light. It's a green light. Puts his blinker to turn right in the left lane. I'm behind him. Cars mm-hmm. are going by him. And he's just waiting for cars to stop so he can turn onto the street. Now, he just didn't change lanes in time. Just keep fucking going, man. You missed the turn. Don't take it out on me. Don't, don't make me have to hit my brakes and whoever was behind me hit my brakes. You just got to keep uh, going and turn around. You're not fucking special. You're the asshole yeah. you to get the fuck over. Yeah. I'm the guy doing his job. He must be yeah. the other guy. Yeah. Everybody, oh, everybody's your fucking other guy, man. I don't know if I ever brought this up on the show, but at the – the exit that I get off to get to my house, yep, it's a long exit, and uh, I don't know, that's not even important to the story. But at the end of it, <laughs> I have to t- I have to take a right. Obviously, mm-hmm. there are people that will sit at the light with their right blinker on oh. on a red light. Have you seen this shit? Oh yeah. Not you get behind red. people who won't turn right on red. Have I brought yeah. that up on the show before? I don't think so. It's infuri- It's infuriating. You do I on the horn? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yep. I Dude, I almost caused an I almost caused an accident one time because I was like pulling up and I just assumed that yep. the person was going. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't know. I, I probably just looked down for a second. Mm-hmm. Maybe I was following a game on my phone or score or whatever, thinking I was all clear. I get up to the light, and I realize I didn't go, so I hit the brakes fast, and I fucking just slammed the fucking horn and just had every name in the book. Oh, man. Out yeah, of fear. Yeah. I was like, out of fear. I just fucking was pissed. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's dangerous out there, man. But people are fucking oblivious. Nobody pays attention. Nobody cares. Everybody's in a fucking fog. You know what? <laughs> P- P- I don't know what you want to blame. Phones, drugs, 
just people being assholes. I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, the phone thing bothers me. And, like, we're all guilty of looking down at our phones when we're driving at times. But there's people who there's no there's no in between. Like, they're, they're on their phones. It's, it's like they're sitting at their, uh, on their couch. That's, that's how often they're looking down at their phone and they're behind a wheel. <laughs> like, there's no in between, man. Like, come on. Today, I, saw, today I, was, I had to pass a lady on the right. And I, I, she had a full bag of chips, not a little bag of chips, but like a big bag of chips in her lap. And she was going, she was going like this. I just got to laugh, man. I just got to laugh. It's better than being on the phone, at least. I what kind of chips? Oh, I didn't get that good. I was in a hurry to get around her. But I just saw like she was very, very much like she was on her fucking couch. And, you know, it wasn't the real world out in front of her. Yeah. Like Dennis Reynolds eating cereal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've seen people use utensils in traffic before. That's fucking weird. Oh, man. Like a fork? Eating, eating like know. a... I don't know. It was a guy who had like Chinese food or just whatever. Takeout. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Nah, I mean, you, gotta, you can do it like a sandwich when you're driving, but not... Yeah. I mean, that's what like McDonald's is for, right? That's what... Right. Breakfast sandwich. Even we had the dignity to take Wendy's back home. Uh, night of the stag. <laughs> oh, yeah, sit, da- sit, sit down like gentlemen and eat it. Of course. Of course. Yeah, you gotta... Yeah, there's... You can't be using utensils in the car. That's just... That's ridiculous. <laughs> you, using chopsticks? Like, what are you... You fork and knife. You can't be doing that. Fork yeah, and knife. Just... Definitely not a fork and the knife. You gotta people, pick one. People on the highway piss me off, man. It con- constantly. It it is amazing how quickly it ruins my mood. Amazing. I know. And if, if people have listened to your show, I think they would know. It really yeah. rattles you. No, I'm not rattled at. I'm just angry. Well I'm not sure. some would some would argue they go hand in hand. I'm still thinking very clearly about how I would murder them in their sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Or Don't as, cut or, this guy off. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, road rage is road rage is very real. Better make that right on red right away. <laughs> I know. I'm telling you. I I think it's because I failed the written part of the driver's test the first time. So I think I take that shit very seriously. <laughs> take it all. Very oh, the written seriously. part you failed. Yeah, the first time. Yeah, <laughs> I failed the driving part also, but that was later. I don't know, a couple times. Oh, all right. Well. So you have a little rage built up from that. I just, I just take it very seriously. Because you had to earn it. it. You had to earn it. Like right, you feel yeah. like that person probably, you know, who knows how they got their license. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, whose cock did you suck to fucking oh. not, not know what to stop? Yeah, no, I don't want to be. Man, if it's anybody at the DMV, <laughs> man, they, they earned it. <laughs> Good point. You earned, you earned more than a license. Uh, but, well, yes. A couple STDs. Earned a tetanus shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Did you watch uh did you catch succession? I'm all caught I up. I did. I'm all oh, caught you're up. all caught up. So the yeah. so the finale is fresh the season two finale is fresh in your head. Oh yeah. All right. So you're excited ever went back and watched. I just relied on the previous on previously yeah. on. I think I got the gist of it. I mean All right. So succession spoilers coming up, I guess. Yeah, spoilers. Skip ahead. Yeah, so the uh, so the finale was like the big family meeting on the yacht. 
Um, and they were trying to figure out how, who's going to take the fall for all the crew's uh, crimes from Uncle Wester. Uncle Mo. <laughs> Uncle Mo, yeah. <laughs> um, and then at the very end, after all this tension is built, and it's a brilliant episode because it's, it's all tension. It's all tension building. Who's going to yes. go? Um, why? And then, you know, there's like little things going on, like uh, Roman defending Jerry and, uh, you know, the Tom Shiv angle and, you know, what's best for the family, but what's best for them, and all that kind of shit. And at the very end is when, uh, what's his name? Um, Kendall. Kendall, thank you. Yeah, when Kendall. Yeah. Uh, is going to take the fall on the blade and then decides to just throw his father under the bus, basically. Yes. And it's a big maneuver to take over the family. Um, and that's where episode one takes off, right from there. Right. So, yeah, I mean, um, not really much to say about this episode. It was kind of more of just like reintroducing the plot, reintroducing the characters, see where they're at. And you have Kendall versus Logan, right? Logan's Brian Cox, Kendall. Yeah, Kendall yeah. versus Logan. Yeah. Um, you know, who's going to hop on whose side? All that. Like, where's Shiv going to go? You know, where's uh, Greg the Egg? Greg the Egg looks like he's with Kendall right now. Yeah, by the fault, uh, I wasn't even on purpose. It just kind of happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Greg just goes with the wind, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I think my question is this. I think we know Kendall at some point is just going to like flame out and fuck up and Logan's just going to eat know. him for lunch. I'm not sure Kendall is even sure what the fuck. I, I know he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I don't no. know if he knows why he's doing it. I don't know. I, I just know he's like, yeah, this is just Kendall, hyper Kendall. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Flame out is, yeah, he's going. He's going to fail he's, he's miserably. Crash and burn miserably, yeah. I, I just want to know what episode we get a Kendall relapse. When does he fall off the wagon? <laughs> How many episodes are in the season? I think it's, they've been doing 10 episodes. I think I may have read 12. So, so 10 to 12, somewhere around there. Uh, I mean, so is the, is the, the over-under has got to be whatever, like just past halfway, I would think. Just so pass like seven. So if, so if it's yeah, so if it's six and se- it's a twelve, and it's seven. If it's ten, then it's six. Yeah, that kind of thing. Because we agree that he's probably gonna lose to his father. I mean, they might both end up losing in the end. You know, it might just be a wrong. It might just be too much of unwanted attention on Logan that ends up destroying him also. But um, Kendall is gonna destroy himself in the process. Yeah, and Logan will go for the knee kneecaps, even though it's his own son. He doesn't give a shit. Does not give a shit. And if anything, I think Logan probably respects the move more than anything. And then he's just going. Like, he does. This is. This is. Uh, I mean, he tells him in the finale. Uh, You're not a killer, right? Thank, yeah, for exact. Yeah, that was the exact thing. It's like you need to be a killer, and that's exactly what he did. And he, I think that's what he heard of that, and he went out and did what he thought his father would do. Yeah. That was kind of yeah, cool to I see. Think that's... Go ahead. No, I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I think it was cool to see. Uh, there was like, <laughs> w- there's one moment that they each had 
where they uh, were setting up shop, basically. I forget, I forget the exact phrase they used, but it was, uh, they both said the exact same thing to get their people in order, to get their people in line. Oh, yeah, I forget what they said. Stations. Stations. That was a nice little moment there. I love that. That's like, that's, it was done perfectly, subtly. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't knocking over the head with that kind of shit, but it was like little little moments like that. It was cool. Yeah. I don't know. Right. So who do you think, who do you think eventually, is it Shiv? Is it the daughter? Yeah, I don't know. They're all pretty terrible people. So I don't know who, I don't know who gets it. I just, I don't, I have trouble seeing anybody but Logan on top. Yeah. Like if anything, be like, if anything, or just the company will be destroyed and they'll all be in ruins. If anything. An outsider makes a play and takes over. You know, government shuts them down or something. Yeah, I don't know. Tom, you give Tom any any shot? No, no shot. Tom all this time is a killer, secret killer? No, nope. Probably not. He is not. That is a weird relationship, the Tom-Shiv relationship. The Tom, yeah, they didn't really touch on it too much in the uh, first episode of this season, but from what I remember, <laughs> she just basically does whatever the fuck she wants and just keeps him under her thumb. Well, on their wedding night, she proposed that they have an open marriage on their wedding night. Right. Every boy's dream. That's what they dream of. Yep. (laughs) On their wedding. It wasn't even, it was like during the wedding. It wasn't even on their wedding night. Right. Downstairs cocktail hour. Right. Um, She's like, we should bang other people. Just, yeah, occasionally. Yeah, for fun. Um, Right. And then on that yacht, they're supposed to have a threesome and he, he, he backed down. Backed out from it, didn't want to do it. You're right. He definitely doesn't have what it takes. Uh, and um, Logan would not turn down a threesome. Logan Roy, uh, he'd, he'd be pissed if he'd be he'd be pissed if he wasn't offered one. <laughs> right, yeah. entitled yeah. to threesomes. Uh, yeah. So I feel. I think my wife said something. She was like, "Oh, she definitely doesn't love him." But I think she does love him. And her weird, twisted way, but she loves him maybe because she could kind of walk all over. Yeah, they don't really show you how they got together. They're just kind of together when the series starts. What did he do at the batch party? Didn't he like? Was it his own? Uh, he, oh, is he snow? He snowball somebody that blew him. Is that what it's called? Yeah, a, a woman. Blew right. him. He finished in her yeah. mouth, and she yeah. gave it back to him. Oh, no, no returns, lady. <laughs> I believe that's what that was. The episode that hooked me. <laughs> I was watching it because of common experiences. Is that why? Oh, this is a show. I could, this is a show I could relate to. Is that how you, right. your, is, that how you is that how you passed uh, the your test in the DMV? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, no, yeah. all jokes aside, that was the episode. <laughs> I, I, I was watching. It was, it was, just, it was the first episode I ever watched. It was on late night, two oh, in the morning. Okay, I was like, "What the fuck is this show?" Oh, okay. I'd probably heard of it by that point, and I was like, "Oh, this is great!" And I was just right then I went 
went and started from the beginning. But yeah, that's a great episode, Bachelor Party one. And the one where they sit down with like the liberal family. Oh, and yeah. Mark Lynn Baker is in it. Yeah. Oh, He's yeah. Like, Phenomenal. Great episode. Yep. Yeah. I, is um. I don't want to do. I don't. I don't. I don't want to have like the. I don't want to like, do the ranking thing, but is this uh, is this show like a great show, or is it just a very very entertaining show? Or does it, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't really matter. But. Um. I, I, I think it's a great show. But it's also still going on, so it could always flame out and fizzle out. I, right now, I think it's a great show. Could be recency bias, but yeah, I do, I do like it a lot. Yeah, I, never I think it's the it. best new show in like the last, I don't know, five, ten, mm-hmm. since when did Breaking Bad Mad Men? I think it's the best show in the last five to eight years. All right. But I don't even watch that many shows, though, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't. That, that always, that always, that, it always kind of interests me is just what, what makes it, what turns a show into The Sopranos or The Wire or Mad Men, and what turns it into just a show that you have, just have a lot of fun watching. I think the fact that people are, well, I can't, I can speak for only us, but you know, I listen to other podcasts that talk about it. People seem to be watching it week to week. Yeah, which probably in this day and age isn't very common. Mm-hmm. Like people binge everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appointment TV is. Uh, I mean, I'm not watching it live, but I'm I'm gonna try and do it at least during the week. Watch it. Yeah. So yeah, good good start. Um, Brian Cox. That also Brian Cox makes makes a great show. Yeah, we we were we were way ahead of the Brian Cox fandom. We've been Brian Cox fans since two thousand and one or so. So, ah, he's great. Yeah, tremendous guy could do comedy. Guy could do uh, you know he could be a cold ruthless prick as we're seeing that threesomes, (laughs) banging Holly Hunter in uh, last season. Yeah, just for fun. Just 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 as a gag. Yeah, just because he could. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, that was a good, good show. Good, good start to the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kendall's a lunatic, though. He's he's got some issues, Kendall. I mean, going setting up shop at his ex-wife's house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's probably paying for thinking? the thing, but still. Uh, I got some kind of terrible breaking news. If this is true. Ah. Oh, um. No. So, apparently on a movie set, Alec Baldwin fired a prop gun and it injured the director, whose name is Joel Souza, and killed the director of photography. Uh, what? Helena Hutchins. What? This is... So, like... Alec uh, Baldwin fired a prop gun. Yeah, I guess it was loaded. This is what happened on the set of... Um, the crow. Yeah, with uh Brand, Brandon, Brandon Lee. Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Bruce Lee's kid. Yeah, variety. Alec Baldwin fired the gun that killed one and injured another in an accident set of his film Rust. 
Yeah, wow. I mean, got it. do you shut the movie down now? I mean, wh- where do you go from here? That's. I mean, I, I think I. Jeez. I mean, yeah, I, uh, yeah, and probably shut down indefinitely. I would say it, so. If they ever pick it up again, uh, I don't know, but. That's pretty bad. Yeah, it's horrible. I kind of, I vaguely remember the crow thing happening. That was in the mid nineties, right? Yeah, maybe like ninety three, ninety four, around there. I vaguely remember that, but I get, you know, was it like? They, people feel like the Lees were cursed for some reason. Well, what did he die of, Bruce Lee? Was it like an enlarged heart or something? Mm, I don't remember. But he was young, though. It was like right when he got his big break, too. Yeah, he was, was he in his 30s still, Bruce Lee, when he, he was, died? Yeah, he was very young. Yeah. Bruce Lee, I'll look it up right now. He died... He collapsed. Uh, he suffered from seizures and headaches. He was diagnosed with a cerebral edema, whatever that is. Not good. I mean, so he had some kind of – he had some issues. Some health issues. I always wonder if people like 32. that – 32. 32, Jesus. I always wonder if uh, people like that, like all the working out, all the time in the gym, if it's too much and it's over overtaxes their body. But I mean, that, that people, some people can handle it. So, yeah, um, I mean, pro athletes. There's a lot of pro athletes that live in the gym. Who knows? Yeah. Plus, he he was probably working a lot of movies and shit. He did. Yeah, I don't know. There could be some to that. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's terrible. Um, yeah, it really brought the show down. Yeah, I didn't mean to, but uh, that's crazy. <laughs> I might be bringing some people to uh, Peppy Saturday afternoon. First timers? Uh, I think so. They're okay. f- from out of state. I don't know. They've, they've been down here, but I don't know if they've ever been. So my question is, if the spot is open, do I go spot? Do yeah. I bring them to the main location or do I just go shortest line? Spot. Spot. I think spot, no be, short, I think spot be shortest line anyway. Spot will be, yeah. And I, spot was the original location, like, wasn't it? So you can always kind of hype that up. Be like, this is where it started. And it's, yeah. got, it's got a little bit of an old school feel to it. Like, it's got a little more of a – I mean, they won't, they won't be able to compare and contrast it to, but it's got more of like a – I mean, it's very bare bones back there. I like that. No frills. No pomp and circumstance, right? All right. So, I mean, they're going to have two little kids with them, so I'm, I'm going to have to go shortest line anyway, but it probably will be the spot if True. it's open. If the lines are too long, and, I, and you know, what two little kids may end up out of Bates. What time are you going? I don't know. I got to do like a, 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 what do you call it, orchard thing first. I don't know. Apple Pumpkins, picking. apples. Pet a goat. I don't know. Whatever, whatever gets me to sit on the couch all day Sunday. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta play the game. That's a nice segue. Uh, right? That's a nice segue to picks right there. Sure, let's do it. I got one. Well, I, I got. I feel bad for that breaking news. Now I got one. I got a better breaking news for you. All this right. Is nice. really, this isn't really breaking news, but my friend, very short story. Friend from home. I went out to dinner tonight with his wife. 
and they sat next to Bernie Williams. Whoa. Yeah. Yankee fan? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was at a lot of games with you. Okay. He used to bring the broom a lot. <laughs> sweeping wow. Sweeping Bernie up. Williams. Yeah. Where yeah. uh where was the meal? He didn't he didn't get into specifics. He didn't get into specifics. He was, I said dinner uh with my wife next to Bernie. Guy is a freaking man. And he then he's like there was uh a story of his last year um that we were in this might be the last time I left the game early. Uh it was Bernie's last season. We were at a game. I think it was against Toronto, maybe. They're getting their ass kicked. And we were going to leave. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not, not leaving because Bernie's coming up next inning. It might be the last time we could see him in person. Sure enough, guy had a home run. We turned out to you were there? Yeah. You were still there? Yep. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I was like, okay, all right, we can go now. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty fucking cool. Uh. Yeah, so I go. I was at I was at his last opening day when uh, in the bleachers when they roll called him in the dugout. I think he was DHing. Nice, that's sick. Yeah, Yeah, Bernie was beloved. Burn, baby, burn. He's one of those guys that, uh, man. I mean, you could you could nitpick a lot of things. You could take anybody, O'Neill, Jeter. Mo, and you could like you could pick a couple things like post career that they did or said or are doing, and be like, ah, I don't know, it's a little questionable. Bernie, nothing great. There's nothing you say negative about that guy. Great, Bernie's the man for sure. Yeah, yeah. beloved, beloved, very cool. So, um, let's see, and last week's picks. Uh, oh, 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 I remember one. them well. So we both we so you switched. Well, we, I made you switch with the joint pick. We both went Pittsburgh. Um, that was your final pick. Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered because they didn't no. cover. I'm glad they didn't cover. But also the t- the pick that you switched them out with did not cover either. No, that was a bad one. That was a giant. So you were one and two on the week. I was two and one on the week. Uh, a quick tally here. I didn't add them up here. I got to pull up the spreads. I don't have anything right down. All right, take take your time. So I was – you were one and two. I was two one. Uh, and one. That brings you to five, 12, and one in the season. And I go up to 10 and eight. All right, I got some work to do. It'll be it's all right. Brutal. It's early. You'll be all right. It is. It's actually better than I was through his first six weeks last year. Yeah. And Three I, games yeah. ahead of the pace. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. Uh, a lot of big pick. numbers. A lot of big numbers on the board this week. Yeah, they don't want you teasing anymore. Too many teasers, I think. Gotcha. All right. This is tease resistant. Yeah, when you, once you see 16s and 17s and 12 and a half, that's, that's – they're trying to get you to – this is they don't want you. They don't want you teasing down to zero. Six teams. Six teams on bye week. Uh, Bills, Chargers, Dallas, Jackson, Pittsburgh, Minnesota. Yeah, and good teams too. Bills, Chargers, Dallas, like all top tier playoff yeah. teams. Minnesota borderline, and then Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. So, um, it's uh, yeah, thin thin week. Yeah. 
Home teams are 40 and 54 against the spread this season, I saw, which is wow. in, in correlation with my struggles, probably, because I pick a lot of home teams. And this is where we get all changes, and you go the other way. <laughs> I'm going to pick a home team. I'm going to pick a home team first, though. Okay. <laughs> I already, I, I, um, so, you know, you got to pick three games a week, 18 weeks, that's 54 picks. I feel like you got to pick every team at least once. I always say that. Okay. And I could almost guarantee you this is the only time I will ever pick this team. I'm picking Miami, getting two and a half. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, it worries me, the Watson rumors, how it could affect Tua. Like, is it going to be Tua's last game? Is he going to get traded tomorrow? And I'm going to have to have, you know, Jacoby Prissett plus two and a half. Yeah. But, you know – the Falcons just – I mean, their last game in London, they played a game on a neutral site against the Jets, and they were favored by two and a half. Now they're favored by two and a half, you know, on the road. I, I don't buy the Falcons as a road favorite against anybody. I mean, they were road, they were road dogs to the Giants. I feel like if they played the Jets, they'd be, a, you know, a slight road dog. I actually think this spread should be Miami minus two and a half. Call me crazy. Uh, and I just think, you know – Miami's going to be healthier this You're week. Crazy. All right. <laughs> my, my, I think Miami's going to be healthier this week. Um, uh, you know, and the the thing that Miami's defense has struggled with this year has been protecting, uh, or excuse me, defending the run. The Falcons can't run the ball. Who the fuck does the Falcons don't run the ball? They have Ridley and Pitts. Uh, I think the Dolphins win the game outright. I mean, it's, I think it's just going to be one of those games that. Oh. Uh, hanging in the balance, and I think uh, I think Miami pulls it out. Probably to his last win as a Dolphin. Wow. Go or on. he just can't handle the, the trade rumors and uh, they fizzle. But, yeah, this is one of those – it's more anti-Falcons than it is pro-Dolphins. Fair I will enough. say that. Um, oh, yeah, plus two. I marked that down wrong. My mistake. All right. All right, my first pick. Um, I don't, this line is fishy to me. So, and I guess it goes with you. The home teams are have a losing record, so it's against the home team picking a, a road team here. Um, Vegas is favored by three with Philadelphia visiting. Mm-hmm. They want you to pick Vegas there, right? Oh, thank that's, you. That's, I'm going Philly here. I'm going the other way. I, it, it's, I don't quite know why, except it's fishy to me. I don't have any reason to believe. Like Vegas coming off an emotional win, I guess, so maybe they, they're thinking they crash and burn after – uh, last week's, you know, the Gruden shit, and then they go out there and have a great game. I don't know what is going on here. Philly is definitely, I, I don't know, three just seems low. Philly should be a little, it should be like six and a half, I feel like. Um, I'm going with Philly here just on the fish level. That's it. Philly fish line. Stinks. It stinks. It stinks. I agree that, that that line stinks. It should be a point maybe higher. Four, four and a half, I think. There you go. And that's um, probably the only time I'll pick that team. So there you go. Yeah. All right. Pick number two. Where are we going here? Uh, I mean, I talked this team up Monday, so let's ride them. Let's uh, oh. let's give them a little shine. I'm going to take the Bengals getting oh. six and a half in Baltimore. 
Division rivalry. I mean, this is for first place, really. This is two teams on top of the standings right now. I'm not yeah. sure how the Browns are doing. I haven't turned that on. I think they're winning. Browns tonight. are up 10, yeah. Browns are up 10. That would put them at four and three. Uh, so, Bengals are four and two. Ravens are five and one. Uh, I think the Bengals can win the game. Uh, and, I, and I think it's at that magic number of six and a half where a lot of people are going to tease the Ravens down, mm-hmm. thinking they have an easy win. So, they're going to tease it down to the minus half point. I'd be careful. I'd be careful. There's two, there's two six-point teaser games. That, this is going to be the teaser this week. It's going to be Patriots because they're minus seven. Everyone's going to tease them down, six-point tease. Mm-hmm. They're going to tease the Ravens. And it's just uh, – you know, I, I did teasers in my day, but it's just it's – never, it's never that easy, I feel like. And I don't know. I don't know. Is New England going to lose to the Jets? That's a fishy line, too. But someone, I just feel like who's going who's gonna to blow up that teaser? And it could be the Bengals. I'm getting six and a half. If you're smart, buy the half point. Mm-hmm. Take it at plus seven. Uh, but I will, take, I will take the Bengals. I feel like that line is a slightly inflated because of what Baltimore did to the Chargers mm-hmm. last week. So, uh, Bengals plus six and a half. Nice. I like that pick. Good stuff, man. Um, geez. All right, where do I go from here? Yeah, not a lot of games to pick from going down the line. Uh, let's see. Which one of these gigantic dogs is going to cover? Does Detroit have a chance to cover 15 against the Rams? Jared Goff revenge game. Houston, I don't see it. <laughs> I went with Houston last week, and they embarrassed me. I don't see Tyrod Taylor playing. Oh, Tyrod's playing. I'm all over it. But I did not realize that. But uh, that remains to be seen. I don't know if he is. And Tampa's 12 and a half. Of course, they're all fucking home teams. One of those has – at least one of them has to cover it. Tampa's yeah, got Yeah, one the, of them will cover and one of them won't. Tampa's got the most suspect defense, but they're playing the worst offense of the group. Right. Rams have a pretty good defense. Maybe it is Houston. All right. I'm going to Sunday Night Football. <laughs> I'm skipping those three <laughs> games. I'm going to Sunday Night Football. Uh, uh, yeah, I have to atone for some sins here. San Francisco is favored by four. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. Carson Wentz, the last time I remember watching him in a primetime game, and I'm sure, I'm sure I've seen him in other ones since then, he had what was an MVP-type performance, I believe it was Monday Night Football, when he was an Eagle. Um, this week, he goes into – Against the Rams. Was against the Rams. Against, there you go. Yeah. This week, he got he gets reintroduced to the world. Has he been on primetime recently? I'm just forgetting it. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, he blew that game to the Ravens. But was it by a field goal, though? No. <laughs> well, yes, but they covered. Perfect. I love covered it. two in a row. So no, three in a row. Three in a row they've covered. So yeah, I've talked a lot of shit about Indy uh, this year. They have come back and surprised me time and again. This is probably where I picked them. They fuck me, and I'm back off the train. But I'm going to go with Indy here anyway on the road. Uh, four point underdogs. Give me Indy. I like Indy, but I like them too much, so it makes me like the Niners. I hear you. Yeah. There you go. Fade your brain. Maybe I should fade your brain. Fade my brain. Maybe, fade I, am, my brain. maybe I am fading your brain. Maybe because I maybe. see your brain going one way, I'm going to go the other way. Fade. 
All right. It's a pretzel. It's a pretzel pick. Uh, pretzel pick. My brain is a fucking pretzel right now. Ah, uh, man. I think this is the week. I'm not picking the Giants, but I think this is the week where they might cover. I thought about it. I just I can't do it. It's the one team I'll probably not pick at all this season. Me neither. I, I know this because I'm, I'm going to lay off. And this is going to be the week they cover and win. Um, I like the I, – I, the, the numbers tell me the Jets are the play, but I'm not going to go Jets. I already took the Bengals. Um, the Redskins line is fucking bizarre. Is there injuries in Green Bay? It went from nine and a half to seven and a half. Um, there might be. They've been dealing with injuries all season, but uh, maybe on the defensive side of the ball, they might have some injuries. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay's covered five in a row. I'm not going to pick against Green Bay. Yeah, it's, that's in, so that that line is real fishy. Washington defense – I mean, Washington defense stinks. So why wouldn't Green Bay win that by double digits? All right, laying off that game. So that leaves me with – ah, there's two games I'm debating. Okay. I'm just going to go with the better team. Go with the better team, right? I'm going to take the Titans getting four and a half. All right. Chiefs defense isn't fooling anybody. I got him at five. Uh, I, really, I got him five and a half. All right, perfect. I'll take him at five and a half. No problem. <laughs> uh, uh, I really, I the the Monday night. See, I looked ahead to this game and I said I was taking the Titans, but then when they won Monday night, I was like, "Fuck!" People, now people are gonna now they're gonna be like a trendy pick. Yeah. People saw him win on on Monday Night Football, but I want to stick to my guns because I said I was gonna take this game in advance. Uh. I know the Chiefs can score with anybody, and the Titans have a shitty defense. But I mean, th- this is going to be the first team to thirty-five, and that yeah. that might be being a little uh, timid. That might that might be being conservative. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this could be like a last team with the ball, overtime, one of those things. I'm just going to take the points. I'll take the five. That's another team that could get teased, and you can get burned out. I would be careful teasing the Chiefs this week. Yeah. I know they, you know, they won last week against Washington, but you know, one thing about the Chiefs is they have had a really tough schedule. If you look at the three teams they've lost to: mm-hmm. Baltimore, the Chargers, and Baltimore Chargers. Fuck, who's the third team they lost? It was all good teams. Yeah, no cheapies. And they yeah, beat, no, and they no. beat the Browns. Like they played all, they played all big teams. They're not losing the cupcakes, right? Right, they have a. I mean, they have a tough schedule. They're playing a first place schedule as they should. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is. I mean, and this is. This is not an easy one. This isn't Washington. This isn't Philly. Like that, that's who they've beaten so far. <laughs> I mean, two of the, out of their three wins are against the. Uh, against the NFC East, so I think uh, I think the Titans give them a good game. Henry's going to do whatever he wants in this game, as are the Chiefs. But in a shootout. I, mean, I see a team getting five and a half in a shootout. I gotta take the points. So Titans. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been my third pick. I'm not gonna go joint though. I will switch it up here. All right, let's see. Let's see if you're gonna pick the team that I was contemplating. I don't think I'm gonna touch that Monday night game. It wasn't the Monday night game. I would have won Saints if I went anyone. Yeah, because it's yeah, you gotta go. It gotta go against Gino. You have to stick to your guns. I'm thinking too. What was your? Well, yeah, don't tell me because I okay. was actually I was actually gonna go. I'm not. No, I can't do that because I was you. You contaminated it. The Saints. 
Yeah, I was considering. That wasn't my third, that wasn't my alternate. Yeah, but you said it out loud, so um, <laughs> I'm gonna not like this pick. But All right. you know what? Fuck it. They okay. I'm taking one of the big games, one of the big spread games here. All right. I'm looking for a, I'm looking for for a blowout. Chicago stinks. Tampa's really good. <laughs> uh, Brady's looking to pad stats this year, right? That's all he wants to do is pad the stats. Yeah, selfish. At, at home, yeah, he's not a team player. At home against the Bears, you know, put on a little show for the home team, for the home crowd. They can win this game by a couple touchdowns, right? Chicago's probably got a back door. As I'm saying out loud, I could see it happening. It's <laughs> kind of taking the foot off the gas. No, I'm going with Tampa, 12 and a half. Blowout, blowout against Chicago. They, they can take it. Look, Brady, wants, Brady wants the numbers. All righty, there it is. 350 yards, three, four touchdowns, something like that. All right, so to recap, I got the Dolphins plus two and a half, Bengals plus six and a half, and the third pick was the t- three dogs. Tennessee plus five and a half. One road team, though. One road team. Yep. I got Philly plus three. Indy plus four. Tampa minus 12 and a half. The Bears were the team I was debating. You wanted to take the Bears? Oh, good. I'm I'm fading you again. Yeah. Pretzel pretzel picks all around. I I don't know why I like the Bears in that game. I just – I don't know. Defense. Bang. (laughs) (laughs) Defense, huh? Uh, I don't know. You can throw the ball on them, right? We'll see if Fields can throw the ball. I don't really have anything to back up that pick. That's why I didn't take it. That's more of a gut play. Yeah, I think mine were all gut plays this week. We'll see. I don't have any confidence, really. So This is your 3-0 week, maybe, man. Could be. Could be. I I thought you were going to go Kansas City in that third game as you were kind of – Doing your little preamble there, yeah. I was, I was I was ready to go head to head with you, but it could happen. I mean, the Chiefs could cover that game, but I don't know. The Chiefs. I, every team can cover any of these games. So. Laying points, yeah, of course, yeah. Chiefs laying points on the road right now. I mean, yeah, yeah. Got to got to do it. All right. Well, that's it, man. That's um, it. good shit as always. Sunday poor in the books for this week. Thanks, as always, for spending time with us. We'll talk to you next week, Ant. Yep. Talk to you, talk to you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Talk to you then. Dave uh, Winfield in the house in L.A. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. You know, it's funny. We just I just said last episode uh, that we'll not be talking about the Yankees in the post game anymore. But I have a question for you. A Can I just say one thing? Yeah. I have been fantasizing for three days now, however long it's been. Yeah. And I've been more fantasizing slash debating about who – I'd rather run into on the street more Hal Steinbrenner or Brian Cashman. Oh, so Brian Cashman, <laughs> Brian Cashman uh, climbs a building in Stanford every year for a charity. 
Oh, my God. Tell him to jump. Well, that's the obvious thing to do. You want to get more creative than that? You want to cut the uh, fucking zip line or whatever he's on? No, no, because then he's a hero. No, no, you can't let him do that. You can't martyr the guy. But I was thinking, I was one. I was trying to think like what the worst thing you could get away with without looking like a complete asshole at a charity event. <laughs> oh man, Chris Taylor having a night. Is that his third ding dong? Yeah, it might be number three on the night. Wow. And the Dodgers have life. Yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for game six. Let me see. Let me see Scherzer Saturday night afternoon, whenever the game is. Looks like you're going to see it. Looks like you're getting your wish. Yes. Um, yeah. So I don't even have anything to say about the boon presser, but go ahead. What's, what's I your, have, uh, I have nothing to say about the boon presser. I just, I don't, I'll sense. talk about the cashman. I want to, I want to talk about the cashman presser real they, quick. They both make me sick. I just want to say today, and then we'll get into that today. They, uh, it was announced at the first base close. Willits, what's his name? Randy Willits. Reggie, he's going Reggie. to Oklahoma, right? Yeah, he just decided to leave the Yankees to go to fucking coach at Oklahoma. <laughs> it's a bizarre, I thought it was a little bizarre. In what fucking world does that make any sense? That's what you're doing to these people. They want to get the fuck at – that's a red flag if I've ever seen one before. Reggie Willits was like, yeah, nah, I'm going to go coach at Oklahoma instead of the New York fucking Yankees. It's not even like he's taking another pro job or like he's getting a promotion or something. Oh, I'm going to be the bench coach for the Royals or yeah, uh, I'm going to go be the hitting coach for the Mariners. Like he yeah. went to Oklahoma. Yeah, that's a red flag, right? Am I insane? Or am I just, o- no, I think I don't know. You could be reading a little too much into it, but I don't. There's enough. There's enough going on right now where it's it's fair to ask the question. It's insane. That makes no sense. How do you leave the Yankees? <laughs> Oklahoma. It's crazy. Fuck, what the fuck is the world coming to? Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna fi- I'm gonna fire a couple Cashman quotes at you, and I want you to. I'll, I'll translate them best I can, and I'll uh, I'll put I'll put my translation onto what he's saying a little bit too. But you, you tell me your your thoughts. Yeah. So this is this is. Yeah, this is a this is a, uh, we'll start light. We'll start light because they get better. <laughs> <laughs> Talking, referring to Boone. Uh, well, this this is heavy on Boone, but I'm not going to talk about Boone's presser because I I don't even I didn't even look at any of Boone's comments because he's just a ventriloquist dummy. He's got Cashman's hand up his ass. Right. He's got Cashman's entire arm up his ass. And also he's a, also he's a dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this one referring to Boone. He's had a lot of success here, despite our ultimately um postseason results. And I had to throw the um in there because <laughs> um is such a crutch. I do it on the show sometimes. Um is when like you're in the middle of a sentence that you're like, oh fuck, what am I saying? <laughs> He's had a lot of success here, despite our ultimately um postseason <laughs> results. It's like, wait, he's had a lot of success here. How do I land this plane? And that's how he settled. Postseason <laughs> results. Like that one, that quote would be good if you're the Mariners GM or the Royals GM. The problem is you're the Yankees GM and you have more resources than anybody. 
And not only that, not only that, you look foolish because the last two managers that you got rid of that on your watch went to the postseason. And part of the reason I think you got rid of them is because they lost the postseason, I'm assuming, if it's a results-oriented thing. Mm-hmm. So it's obvious that the bar has changed. It's gone from World Series or bust to, you know, obey Lord Cashman or else. You know, yeah. analytics are bust. Yeah. You know, that, that's like that's what Yankee land is right now. Win my so, way. Fuck. My right. way. So that, that's how I interpret that bullshit. Uh, his, yeah, Cashman's ego is incredible. Um, it's it holds the Yankees back in 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 more ways than we could fucking probably even imagine. He's a fucking stoic sociopath. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he is stoic. He's oh, into some man. shit. He's into some Chuck Road shit. You just tell those eyes, man. A sick <laughs> bastard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's arrogant. He has a gigantic ego, and the fact that he is okay with this now like you said now the fact he's okay with this now after Girardi and Tories uh were ousted um Tories Girardi and Tory were ousted um the fact that he you're right the fact that he has changed the the bar uh go to show you it's not a results thing it's his results it's, yeah it, he's he, stubborn he's stubborn I can't imagine being a guy who's – I mean, he's, just been, he's been around the game for a long time, but you're not a manager. You're not, you're not the fucking manager. Go out and get right. the best players. That's all you got to do, man. Right. All right. How about this one? This, you're going to like this one. This, one, this uh-huh. one I paraphrase. I don't know if this is the exact quote. Aaron Boone would be the number one managerial commodity if he was on the open market. <laughs> I don't know where he's getting his information from, man. There is no way – and I had heard rumors that uh, – and it's probably rumors coming out of the Yankee camp. Um, but I heard rumors like San Diego and St. Louis were interested in them. And I heard someplace on one of the radio shows, they were like, well, you know, would, would you be mad like if the Mets got them? And the answer is no, I would not be mad <laughs> no. if got them. I don't know where that – I don't know where that narrative came from, but – he was a hot commodity at all that anybody else wanted him. I've been saying it for months that nobody in their right mind would hire this fucking guy. And it's because he's a fucking puppet. That's all he is. He's not a manager. He's not a good manager on any level except the players like him, which (laughs) he's Tom. He's Tom from succession. Yeah. He's Tom. Cashman Shiv. Yeah. He is definitely Tom. Get fucking jellyfish. He's a Tom. He is a, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that, the, the, that's that, just a bold-faced lie from Cashman. It's flat-out propaganda. And I don't know who that's supposed to make feel better. Yeah. Like, if, yeah, the, if, 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 if the fans him. don't – if you're trying to make the fans feel better, if the fans hate him and don't want him, why would they care if he's a hot commodity? Yeah, why well, don't care if he to go – Coach in St. Louis. Why would I give a shit? They're no, fucking problem. Exactly. I don't want them. I don't want them anymore. It's fine if somebody else wants to hire them and they can learn their own way. And piggybacking on that quote, this is this follows up with that one. He goes, It was good to hear from afar how other people perceive him because I'm on the front line and it's got nothing but great respect for how he goes about his business. Translation. All the GMs are laughing their balls off behind my back, <laughs> telling me what a great job Boone is, is doing 
as they're enjoying every second of his Yankee tenure. Or he's just making that up, too. I mean, it's all – it's just lies. That would be – I mean, it's funny. If other GMs are calling and being like, oh, what are you guys thinking with Boone? Uh, should I re-sign my guy or – I just talked wait? to the San Diego GM. They're hot for him if you let him go. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. This is, my, this is my favorite one. I hope you haven't heard this one because I want your reaction. I've heard them all. So I've heard, oh, you I've have? Heard them all, I've heard them all so far. This is my favorite. Cashman will never top this. He will never top this quote. He <laughs> – I got my, my serious face on. This is no. tough. He's a protector of the players. Oh. He's a growing, evolving person in that position. I think he's already very good at it. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's like something <laughs> that's like something you'd read in like one of those pregnancy books about like a new mother or something. <laughs> it's like what to expect when you're expecting. Like is Aaron Boone a mother? Is he breastfeeding these guys in the dugouts? This is not even a, this isn't even a, this is like a something you'd say to a teen mom. Like he's getting he's getting very good at it. Yeah. He, he's a protector of the players. He's a growing evolving person in that position. No, that's I think the, he's already a very good mother. This is what, what you say about fuck you say about kids. Of, in, this is what you say about kids in little league. Like, oh, he's getting better every day. You know, he's he's growing, he's maturing, he's getting better all the time. Like, what are you talking about, man? What the fuck are you talking about? He's the manager of a goddamn major league baseball team with one of the highest payrolls in the world and standards higher than you can even fucking pretend to know where they are. They're they're top with every year. The standards are at the top of the mountain. And you're going to fucking sit here and tell me, oh, well, he's getting better every fucking day? No, man, no. As you don't bring a guy in to fucking learn on the job of the New York fucking Yankees. You bring a guy in who's ready and figures to the fuck out. Or if you're not, <laughs> hit the fucking bricks. Get the fuck out of here. World Series of Boston, man. Yeah, man, what do you always learning? I'm not here to watch Aaron Boone learn how to manage a fucking baseball team. I want to see, like, Alex, you think Alex Cora had to learn? How to, like, he just knew it, instincts. He knew what to do. Yeah, he learned in Houston. He actually had a job on, in a dugout. Yeah, the guy didn't have a fucking job. Aaron Boone didn't have a fucking job. What, he watched his brother stick a needle in his ass? He watched his fucking father lose a billion games as a fucking manager? Is that what he did? That's his baseball <laughs> acumen, Brian? The shittiest fucking baseball family? Oh, oh, he's from a baseball family? Is he a Griffey? Is he not a Lou? No, he's a Boone. Like, the worst fucking baseball family that we've ever had. Jesus Christ almighty, Brett Boone, suck my dick. <laughs> Three generations. Unbelievable. The worst baseball family we've seen uh, in a century and a half of baseball. Oh, yeah, that's true, folks. Listeners, go look up Bob Boone's managerial record. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. That's what, man, that's what maybe Bob Boone is like the Archie Manning of this. He's pulling the strings just so he could bring up his family win percentage because he knows the Yankees aren't going to lose 100 games. <laughs> right. They, right, right. They, 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 could back, they could back into 85 wins, you know? It's not gonna. It's not gonna ruin the family win percentage. And Brett Boone is banned from baseball. So, I mean, Jesus Christ Almighty! All right, I think that's it for the Boone. Well, the, the, I mean, Aaron Boone isn't the problem. He's the solution. That's you know. Look, again. well, wait a second. What we've said all along. Like, I hate that people are like, "Oh, Aaron Boone's not the reason they're losing games." Well, not every game. He has no. some games with. He's got some games that are his fault. But if you watch it, like, of course, not everything is not his fault. No. 
No, the wild card game. Well, he, there's nothing he could have done in that game. No, no, but no, no. We've never said it's. We've just said he's a bad manager. Bad manager. It's That's four years saying. now. That's all we're saying, man. Did you see? It's the, not a small sample size. Did you see the uh, somebody was like, oh well, uh, Joe Torre, Casey Stangle, Aaron Boone oh, all, all reached the playoffs in their first four years. Yeah, that was the Yankees press release. That's that's what oh, that was. What it was? Uh, it's amazing. Stangle won four World Series. Torrey won three. And this guy's won jack shit. And on top of that, the wild card situation is – Casey Stangle, how many wild cards does Casey Stangle win? Like, don't fucking yeah, exactly. compare Don't compare <laughs> to Casey Stangle. And, I mean, that, the time was so different in baseball than anyway. I mean, you can't compare that at all. And, uh, I mean, Torrey, obviously, there was a wild card, but – uh, I mean, this guy's never has this Aaron Boone's ever won a fucking division? Like, has he? Right, we didn't win division. Yeah, 2019, they, they have one uh, division. All right, one, division. one division. So that's it for the Boone course. But here's another couple. A lot of, lot of fucking good greatest ones. hits. <laughs> and not for nothing, if Boone isn't the problem, he's the solution. Then what's the problem then? Well, here, here's part of it. What he says, right? Here's part of the problem: the Yankees aren't as athletic or contact-oriented as they would like to be. Whose fucking fault is that? Did this team get built 26 years ago before you got here? <laughs> no, or have you he, been here for a quarter century? They got built before he got here. They'd be winning. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I, so, I mean, I guess it's, a, it's a, not a shot at the players, but talking about how flawed they are. But it's like, motherfucker, you built this team. You traded for a fucking – Full-time DHB, your highest-played player. Yeah. Yeah. Asshole. Who's actually a decent outfielder when he gets out there. He's, yeah, I mean, he's not the worst. Um, and this is, this is one. This, this one will get under your skin. <laughs> oh, this one. I just, saw, I, just saw this, I just saw this one today. He goes, I hate to say it, but how dare anybody question when somebody commits the amount of dollars that Steinbrenner has? <laughs> I mean, so let's, not, let me get this straight. Not Boone's all, not the problem, and Steinbrenner's not the problem. Who, who's left? Not all. It's not all dollars and cents. All right. So, so let me get this straight. Steinbrenner's spending a, a ton of money, and Boone's a good manager. So, who's left? It's, it's you. Maybe yeah. you're not spending the money properly. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's basically saying that Steinbrenner. Is great. Boone's a great manager, and he's put together a winning team. So what? <laughs> what am I missing? What am I missing? I was missing his results. I mean, this team just has no grit. Like, there's just no grit in that team. Like, look at look at the teams that are left. Man, they fucking fight. They come back. The fucking Dodgers tonight. They play from behind. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine Yankees down three one in a series? That's yeah. it. It's over. They're not fucking. Yeah. Man. It's going to be a sad day in the Bronx, man. Fucking, they're down 3 1. You're walking out of that fucking stand with your head low. And, uh, you no know. one's doing what Chris Taylor did tonight. Three home runs. I'll tell you that. Jesus, God, no. No. Nope. It's, um, listen, this is the bottom line. Oh, and I hate how he, how he talks about how shortstop is a need. It's like you assholes moved Glaber to shortstop. You should have known he wasn't a shortstop. We had to we had to waste two years watching him play shortstop. So that's on you. 
Yeah. It's another yes. thing that's on you. There's no accountability. Nothing. No, zero accountability. At, no. The, at no, no point. Way. At no point. At no point during the – and I didn't watch the press conference. I'm just going by quotes, so maybe this – but I doubt it. At no point did anybody take any responsibility for, like, the last four mm-hmm. years coming up short. Mm-mm. Isn't it somebody's fault when you don't win? Don't you have to? I mean, how through this? That's not singular. It's not somebody's singular fault. But doesn't don't doesn't somebody have to, you know, say like, hey, I wasn't good enough? But it's none of that. It's almost like uh, we're doing all the right things, but gee golly, we just haven't gotten there. It's ego, (laughs) man. New York Yankees. It's ego. And Brian Cashman's bigger than the team, and they'll never recover as long as he's there. He's Brian Cashman is bigger than the team. Now, he is. Right. They might go, He's they the might, Yankees. They might, if anything, if history is told as anything, it's that a team could like back into a World Series and find a way. The players can play through um, and get hot at the right time. Yeah, you and, bash, you know. And find a way to win. It, it happens, okay? And even bad managers. And I'm going to tell you, Madden's a bad manager. I don't like Madden. He's, <laughs> he's overhyped. Um, and he won with the Cubs. Uh, Dave Roberts not a great manager. He is one Dodgers. So it's it, you know it could it could kind happen. Of. Kind of yeah. Um, so it could happen. Um, but uh, you know I just it's, in my mind this team is not going to reach the levels. I mean look at the Red Sox man they're up and down yeah but the, when they're up they are contenders, and that was yeah. the Yankee way in the nineties that was the Yankee way, right. They, play, they played a certain brand of ball. They had a tough manager um, who the players loved, by the way. So it's not like you can be a tough manager and you have to be hated. Um, he was a tough manager that everybody loved. And they, they found a way to win ball games and they found a way to win in October. And you did not want to run in 10 in October. Right. Um, it's quite the opposite now. The Red Sox are the Yankees right now. Kind of, yeah, kind of. They're not quite as no, not dominant, not as dominant. No, they're not. They're not a dynasty. They're not quite as consistent. They throw in like clunker years where they kind yeah. of mail it in. But when they get there, yeah, they have a little bit of a Yankee feel to them. Swag. Yeah. I feel like that series going seven. By the way, yeah. Of all these pitching against Luis Garcia, yeah, I got a feeling it's going seven. Uh, no, but bottom line, as a closer and a Cashman thing, like the Yankees have, they've become like a political party, man. They've become like Ugh. a presidential administration. And Cashman's just sitting there like he's the prex secretary. What was that doofus's name? Sean Spicer? Like he's just like flat out just lying to you yep. with a shit eating grin on his face. Like Phil Nevin was a bad influence on Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone would be hired in a second if he was on the open market. It's great to hear how Aaron Boone is perceived around baseball. These are all just complete, completely fabricated. It's all fabrication, and we just have to sit there and take it and know he's lying and nothing could do nothing about it. And that's no what they become. No accountability. They're a propaganda. They're a propaganda machine, man, when they get in front of a microphone. Yeah. No completely full of shit. No, no accountability, no credibility. No fucking, no fucking championships. No rings. <laughs> That's it. That's the new Yankee way. Jesus. Wow. Well, maybe I'll be an Oklahoma fan this year. Reggie Willits. 
Let's go. <laughs> We're going to wear a Reggie Willits Yankee jersey to Oklahoma baseball games. <laughs> Is it possible he was forced out? Like he was kind of. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely possible. But it's also possible he just threw his hands up. Like, I don't need. I don't need this shit in my life. Yeah, probably wasn't happy. And I love how people made a big deal about uh, like Boone being best friends with Nevin, which I didn't even realize they were tight. Yeah, don't like Boone's, Boone's best friends with Nevin. How's this gonna play out? It's like Boone doesn't. It's a spineless fucking jellyfish, man. Like, what do you think he, <laughs> he, he cares that they got rid of? Phil Nevin. I mean, if he was his best friend and he brought him in, like, why would he not get pissed? Who Boone? You're saying? Yeah. Why would he not get pissed if it was his best friend? Because he's probably because he's an aw shot. He just takes orders from Cashman. Man, it's like yeah, that's, he's got like mind control. Cashman's got like mind control over. It's like Inception. I might have to bring a sign to one of these games. I've never get it a, confiscated. I haven't brought a sign to a game. What's it gonna say? I'm not sure. Something about spineless Boone Cashman's ego. Maybe it'll say, uh, uh, "Brian, you arrogant slut." Isn't that uh, <laughs> isn't that a Saturday Night Live thing? Doesn't Chevy say that? <laughs> I don't know. Is it? I think it's ignorant slut. I think it was Chevy Chase to uh, Gilda Radner. Oh, okay. I don't know if it was Gilda Rand or somebody else, but he's you know. It's, but I think it's so. Who would you? Who, so going back to my original question, who would you rather run into, Cashman or Stunt Howe, in public? Just you're in line waiting for coffee, and they're in front of you, and they got they can't go anywhere. You can uh, just give them a piece of your mind for like two to three to five minutes. Cashman. Cashman. Yeah. I don't think Cal gives a shit. Cal's in it for the for the money. It's a business to him. He's the only fucking billionaire I know who doesn't have multiple. Like, what does Hal do other than the Yankees? Does he ever had a job? Is that his only source of income? Yeah, he probably doesn't want to lose doesn't want to fucking lose a dime. Non competitive. Which Roy? Which Roy is Hal? Which is he Kendall? Is he Roman? Oh, is he Connor? Is he Connor, the oldest one, the the Ferris Bueller kid? Uh, I don't know. Con- I don't know if he's Connor. No, I mean Connor makes some sense because uh, he's a fucking pussy and he, people walk all over him. Um, I don't know. I don't know if he's any of the Roy kids though. Maybe he's Greg. <laughs> nah, I kind of like Greg though. Like yeah, Greg no, Greg. no, no, no. Yeah, like Greg. Greg's probably my second favorite character on the show. Um, behind Roman, behind Logan. Oh, Logan, of course. Yeah. Yeah. And well, yeah, Roman. Yeah, Roman, of course, is up there. Sick fuck. Hal is. Uh, yeah, Hal. Maybe yeah, he's not a Roy. Actually, he's probably not a Roy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't he know is a. He is a shithead billionaire's kid, though. He he definitely fits that profile. Yeah. There's one thing in this world you cannot trust. It's billionaires' kids. <laughs> yeah. Bingo. Jimmy Hopper said that. Yep. Wow, so much for that. That whole, that whole ban on Yankees and the post show lasted a whole fucking Well, week. That, it's, yeah, it's just, that's the last time. <laughs> well, we'll see. Hey, ne- next week, uh, who knows? Maybe fucking uh, the concession stand people are all going to fucking go I don't know, work at the, the cinema or something. 
Yeah, Dairy Queen. <laughs> oh, man. Massive Yankee walkout. That'd be something. Yeah. Well, we got a game six in both series, it looks like. That's nice. Yeah, well, that's all you can ask for if you're a non-fan of any of the teams. If you have a, if you have a dog in the fight, I would like to see Houston wrap it up in six. I'm just not very confident. They have no pitching. Yeah. The lack of pitching in these series is really astounding. Just show you where the game – and maybe it's not just necessarily where the game – I mean, the, the Dodgers do have Scherzer and Bueller, but it just seems like the guys are burnt out. So much for, uh, you know, innings limits and shit, and they're still burnt out. Well, um, I mean, the Dodgers have injuries, right? They have a couple – like the kid May is hurt and Kershaw's hurt, so it's not like – Bauer. Are we can't administratively we can't, we can't compare sexual harassment to uh his legitimate injuries, all right? <laughs> um yeah, exa- yeah. Well, I mean, look, he lost power, they went on got treasure. <laughs> so it's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pretty pretty even trade-off there. Um so like I said, I mean they have they have shit to deal with. But yeah, you're right. The American League, those teams, I mean, the Sox bullpen has been in shambles uh, for a while. And, I mean, the Houston staff has just put together a sticks and Elmer's glue. I mean, Luis Garcia and Jose Urquidy game six and seven. That's yeah, terrifying. Home field advantage is one thing, but a home field advantage is, uh, I don't know, doesn't hold as much weight. <laughs> When you're not pitching, that's the 4 Yankees. What yeah. happens when you're not pitching? So that's why, unfortunately, I do give the Red Sox a shot. The Dodgers are going to. Dodgers are going to start Joe Kelly. They started Joe Kelly game five. Oh, all right. And t- well, tonight they started Joe Kelly. Tonight they did, yeah. So it worked. They're going to start Scherzer and six. They're lined up. Yeah. The Dodgers, Scherzer yeah. six, Bueller seven. So they got a shot. Yeah. Um, it just they haven't really pitched well, so. Yeah. Is Atlanta going to do it to their fans again? That's that's the that's the biggest uh, story. I mean, you know, every Braves fan's thinking that right now. Oh yeah, well, it's the same scenario, man. Two zero and three one, same scenario as last year. Yeah, Terrible. part of me, uh, I don't know, famous last words, but part of me thinks Atlanta is going to figure out a way. I mean, before the series started, I thought Dodgers win it five, six max. Yeah, yeah. So I'm the wrong guy to make predictions on this series. I'm not sure if the Dodgers are going to come back, though. Fascinating. A lot of – Mad Dog Russo would say there's a lot of juice heading into this weekend. A lot of juice. (laughs) We got baseball Friday and Saturday. Maybe Sunday. It'd be a good weekend. Could be. Um, I had one more thing to say, but I forgot what it was. Oh. Sopranos series? Sopranos. Apparently they're, uh, I don't know how official it is, but apparently they're in talks to do a Sopranos series. Oh, the pre- with the prequel guys? Yeah. It's going to be on like Netflix? I would assume it's HBO. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not TV, it's HBO. I mean, you, I I would watch it. You, you wouldn't watch it? 
I mean, I think I would have to watch it, but uh, I would not be excited about it. No, I, I wouldn't get excited. I mean, it's going to be a letdown no matter what, but I'd watch it. I've watched yeah. worse shows, probably. I think the the be- the best thing they could do if they want to do it, and it's going to sound radical, but the best thing to do is stay away from mob shit and just do uh, – I don't know. I don't know what it – How would you do that, though? I mean, it's there, but it's not the main focus. Like, uh, I mean, the best parts of that movie were the kid Tony and the mom. Um, that relationship is one that we would like to have seen more of because, you know, we lost Nancy Marchand. Uh, mm-hmm. So we kind of got gypped by God on that one. So I think that's where you kind of lean into that kind of stuff, make it a kind of a family, like like a wonder years for Italians maybe. <laughs> um, yeah. And like, yeah, rub, rub elbows with it and stuff. But I mean, I don't I have any interest in watching those people again. I, got, I, almost, <laughs> I, almost, I almost don't trust the people who created the source material with handling the next steps of the source material. It's bad. So the, they would pick it up where it left off with after Dickie's death. I think that was, I mean, when I watched the movie, that's kind of, it seemed like what they were angling for, right? Because they, they remember the beginning, the kid who got killed in the uh, recruiter's office, it was named yeah. was, was Overall. So, right. And Tony made his bones, kind of a guy named Willie Overall, who I think is his kid, this, this guy's brother or something. So right. um, they alluded to that early. Um, and then when they ended it, at the end of the movie, they flashed on that guy. I forget his name already. Darryl. Harold. 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 They flashed on that guy. And, uh, I, you know, it's a soprano story, and it ends with the pinky swear, which is, again, atrocious. And then they go to Harold to, to like, as a last shot. So that's not really – Almost up. like they're going to make him a main character in the uh, – Right. They're going to set their shit up, yeah. So it makes sense that, you know, I mean, you could see the the angle right there is just like Tony kind of lied to Chris uh, to get him closer and said, like, this is the guy who killed your dad and got try to get Chris closer that way. You could see, like, Uncle Junior being like, this is the guy who killed – or no, I guess not. This is the guy who was in on – this guy hired a cop to kill your Uncle Dickie. Even though oh, even Uncle yeah. Junior did it, so you can see the angle right there. So that's like the Willie Overall setup. Um, I guess not Harold, but you know, the, whatever. His his way of getting close is by killing Willie Overall. Yeah. Um. So that's the setup to me, at least. But uh, I just, again, I have no interest in seeing it. Uh, if anything, if the movie told me anything, is they have no new shit to tell. Yeah. So I wanted to see something that was almost untouched by the series. Like, I knew I had to re- reference it and stuff, and there had to be, like, these callbacks. But, again, the callbacks were just so – I mean, to have a fucking Silvio impersonator come in was, you know, I don't want to see that guy again in the fucking movie. <laughs> I don't well, think about it, man. They did a show about it. They did a show about The Sopranos, and all those guys oh. – Rush. Um, all the guys in Sopranos were Italian, right? Outside of Stevie Van Zant. Yeah. Um, I think that was it, yeah. 
and he gets he has he gets by on being like the most uh new jersey the most new jersey person there is i don't know how to put that um so he kind of skirts by on that and he might actually be italian somehow wouldn't surprise me it might be yeah it wouldn't be surprising if he's not half time in some aspect um but again the jersey thing just gets him all kinds of cred um and then you put all these guys in there. None of them are Italian. Not like, obviously. I mean, they're all young kids, so they're not going to have any connection to that era. But I mean, none of them were convincing to me. Like the Walnuts guy just looked like a guy trying to do a, a Tony Sirico impression, although he's a little more subtle than the Silvio guy who just looked like an SNL guy doing a Silvio impression. Like, does fucking, it make you think maybe Chase didn't wasn't in on all the decisions? Maybe there were some suits that. Um, I feel like the shit that I'm complaining about, he would not let slide if he had the same problems. Yeah. I don't know. I think they actually talked about having a little bit of free reign on this one, too. I know, like, he was pissed, like, the, they put the Soprano story in the title. Yeah. And um, he didn't like the size of it and stuff, but he's, like, decided not to fight on it. But, uh, I mean, that seems like a minor thing. I didn't even fucking notice that. Even after he complained about it, I didn't notice it. Yeah. It's, yeah, you never know the stuff that's going to get under a director or a creator's skin. Yeah. To me, that wasn't a big deal. <laughs> You have all the things. So I, they, they look, yeah, I watch it, but they got a lot of work to do, man. And I will not, I'm not excited about it. And it's mostly because of uh, the movie. Yeah. Chris Taylor going for his fourth home run. Unbelievable. It's interesting. <sighs> All right. Did you have the Did you have the Browns smoking dinner I, tonight with Case Keenum? Not smoking. I uh, I gave out the Browns on the Twitter page. Wow. All right. Staying I did. Hot. I thought. Uh, I don't know. I just thought uh, they weren't going to miss that much. Those are, they're not going to miss that much that that much without Baker against the Broncos. Yeah, against a good team, maybe they'll miss Baker a little bit, but they just want to run the ball and play deep. I didn't even watch a minute of the game, so I'm just kind of talking about yeah. what happened without even they, – they just want to run the ball and play defense, right? That's what they did. I think the thought process was Case Keenum's going to throw three interceptions. Uh, well, they were smart and didn't let him throw the ball that much, I think. Yeah. Eight, eight attempts, three, three interceptions. <laughs> <sighs> All right, let's hang on. I gotta see if Taylor gets his third or the fourth thing right here. Number four, Pollock has two tonight. The bats yeah, are out. Just teeing off on Braves. Now they're just now they're just trying to like intimidate him headed into game six. Well, intimidation factor just pouring it on. Oh on man, top, that was on, ripped. On top of he's it. He's definitely going for it. I mean, you may as well go for it. Yeah, no, he's swinging from his fucking heels. 
Yeah, I mean, why not? Pull it under his chin. Case Keenum oh, yeah, did throw the ball 33 times. That was a lot. You had a buzz in there. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, then, you, then you rile him up, though. You want to rile his team up going into. Just put 11 runs on you. They're riled up. Man, it's the Atlanta. When was the last big. Just straighten them out. That's all you got to do. Just straighten them out. You don't have to fucking beat them. What was the last big win that Atlanta had in that ballpark? In Atlanta. Not including, like, this year. Oh, I, could, I could only think of games they've lost in Atlanta. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, Old 95. Stadium, stadium, new stadium. Right. It's like their third stadium. 95, obviously, the David Justice game. Yeah. Like a big I'm, moment I'm, they've had in Atlanta. Oh, they had uh, 99 to get into the World Series. The Andrew Jones walk against Kenny Rogers. <laughs> What's another real – I mean, this year might be the, the, the last one they really had in that ballpark against Hayter, Freeman against Hayter. The only one. Yeah. Of course it was They the lost – like, they were, in the mid-2000s, they lost uh, in, the, in the dream dies with Chris Taylor as he swings and misses. There was a year where there was a period in the mid 2000s where they lost like three straight game fives, mm-hmm. deciding game fives in Atlanta. Like the Cubs got them, the Giants got them. Mm-hmm. Off the research chat. When's the last real big win they had in Atlanta? This it's like if they win Sat, uh, it be Saturday or Sunday. If they win Saturday or Sunday, that'll be the biggest win they've had since '99. Yeah, the Andrew Jones game. Yep, it has to be. Yeah, they've never got, they haven't gotten that far. History is about to be written. Well, or repeated. Dane, Dane Cook commercial. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one October. Yeah. All right. All right. Let me get this out. Good All right. I'll talk All right. to you. All right. That's it.